you know, one talent people overlook in um, NBA basketball and just performing all together is can you handle the bright lights? Most people can't. They said the number one fear of most people is public speaking. I heard someone say that if the number one fear of people is public speaking, then most people would at a funeral would rather be in the casket than the person talking at the funeral. Which is insane. So you people fear. um, Public speaking more than they fear death. But um. NBA basketball. Everybody can't handle the bright lights. You get out on that court. It's thousands and thousands of people watching you. Cheering for you, screaming at you. It's hard to handle the bright lights. It's 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 um and then in the playoffs, it's millions of people watching you between TV and in person. All those people around screaming and yelling and hollering at you and stuff. Most people can't handle those bright lights. Same thing when it goes uh like comedians speaking in public is hard man I would be horrified probably if I had to speak in public yeah I would be horrified if I had to speak in public if I had to sing in public uh, make jokes in public play basketball in public I, I don't think most people can handle millions of people watching them Live now, being in a movie or being on something that you recording and putting out later—that's different. But being like a newscaster, a singer, a professional athlete, um, a comedian, any type of performer, an acrobat—I don't care what you are—if you are performing. In front of a group of people, I think that's a talent in itself. Because if public speaking is the number one fear of most human beings, then apparently that is a talent because most people don't got it. So I always think about that when I judge um, an athlete. Not saying like, yo, you boy, you couldn't do it, of course. We're not all athletes. Who wants to be an athlete? You know what I mean? I don't want to be an athlete. Most people don't. We like watching sports. But some people like playing sports. Some people don't. So it's not like, well, you can't do it. But I admire NBA players because they have the courage to go out there and perform in front of all those people and not be scared. And have you ever noticed? Because I look, I look, I be looking at like 
body language and facial expressions. And I, and I swear they practice it because I'm talking about, I would say 99.9% of NBA players. There are a few exceptions that one, that one little speck of NBA players, but 99, 99.9% NBA players rarely ever show any kind of like facial expressions or emotions on their face or body language they just keep going even after they get in a fight even after whatever they always maintain that um i don't know man i guess i guess you can call it professionalism because if i was out there man I'd be out there making all types of faces and uh, screaming and cussing and hollering and stuff. I couldn't control my emotions, but they have to practice that kind of stuff. There's no way every NBA player does that naturally. And it's good that they do that because they are very conscious that the camera is pointed right at them. So they know Everything they do, everything, if they cough, if they sneeze, if they make a funny face, anything they do is going to be caught immediately on camera. So they do a very good job of controlling themselves in front of all those people. You know what I mean? And you got to, you got to know that's a talent, man. Like... Like now when you see Kyrie Irving or Kevin Durant cussing back with fans, they're not as talented as other players, you know what I'm saying? They, they, they working on their talent. Because like I said, it takes a lot of talent to keep your emotions in check in front of all those people. I don't think I could do it. Most people couldn't. That's why we are not in the NBA. Or that's why we are not like performers like that because most people can't keep their emotions in check so you gotta give even though you say whatever you want to say about NBA players complaining to the refs uh, whining and all this other stupid stuff you have to give them 100% credit outside of the athletic talent they have the talent to perform in front of large audiences and they have the talent to contain their emotions but the majority of the time they have the majority of the time they contain their emotions they don't show any facial expressions they don't scream and cuss at people they don't uh you know walk around like body language don't be off they contain themselves that's the talent man because most nobody I know could do it nobody I've ever met could do it they be out there huffing and puffing and punching and screaming and hollering like um DeMarcus Cousins he don't got it he missed that talent he got the athletic talent but he don't got a composure talent. 
You know what I mean? He can't compose himself. He make all types of funny, strange faces, and he be huffing and puffing and screaming and cussing, and he does it all. That's how I would act on the court. <laughs> I would act just like the Marcus Cousins. I'd be out there showing out every game. Yeah, I would lead in technicals because this is an emotional game, and uh, I don't know how to control my emotions sometimes. Not the old ones. If I'm frustrated, I'm going to show it. Damn it, you just called a foul on me. What? And uh, they be technical. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They done kicked me out of the game. Because I done cussed at a referee. Or I done uh, pushed somebody because they uh, grabbed my butt or something. Like, listen, man, this is basketball, man. Y'all know we got to get close to each other. But hey, man, watch them hands. Now we got to fight and stuff. Yeah, I would I would be DeMarcus, DeMarcus Cousins. Did you see his mean tweets? They said DeMarcus Cousins is an emotional lesbian. <laughs> that was on his mean tweets. He is. He is an emotional lesbian. But uh, that's funny. Yeah, I would be DeMarcus Cousins in the NBA. In my emotions. But anyways, man. I think NBA players have a second talent, and that is to be able to control themselves. And that's a good talent, man. I know they got to practice. They weren't born with it. You know what I mean? It's something that they probably go to classes, de-escalation training, <laughs> or something like that. You know? And, and this is some real talk, man. Whatever kind of... Uh, courses or classes or advice or whatever that they tell NBA players about keeping themselves composed under pressure and in the spotlight with people screaming and yelling at them. Whatever advice they give them, they need to get that advice to a lot of other people. Because that's some game right there. You hear me? That is some game. Because I... And you see... Like... And when one of them finally do... You know, like the other night... One of them... When from one of them NBA players finally do flip out... They be like, wow, he went crazy. Man, he ain't go crazy. All them years of people cussing and screaming... And calling them the N-word and all kinds of weird shit... It's done built up. And he finally flip out. It was, what was the dude? Oh, the dude that threw his mouthpiece. And he hit a little girl. But he was trying to throw it at the, um... He was trying to throw it at somebody else. The guy from the Celtics. Yeah, I just don't recall his name right now. I don't think it was Jason Tatum. Maybe it was. Whoever it was. He, he you know, it's just built up over time. It's only so long you can compose yourself under certain, under certain circumstances. Every now and then you might flip out. You never know, man. And God bless the ones that don't flip out. Because, man, you were born with a lot of composure and heart and just wisdom to be able to, you know what I'm saying, to be able to not feed into 
your uh, frustrations. But like I said, when you do finally see one of them flip out, they always like, oh man, NBA players always go crazy. And then they start talking about the malice in the palace. That was like damn near 20 years ago. You only could point out only a few incidences where they really go crazy. You know what I'm saying? Of course they fight. I'm talking about like outside of fighting each other. The majority of the time, the majority of the time, nothing happens. NBA players keep their composure. It's a little pushing back and forth with each other. But uh, you got to give them credit, man. You got to give them credit. I don't know how they do it. Well, if I was getting paid as much as they was getting paid, I could compose myself too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nah, if I'm working at Burger King or something like that, or Walmart, or just a regular warehouse job, or whatever the hell I'm working at, that's not the NBA, where they get paid millions of dollars. And somebody coming in screaming and cussing at me. You know, we gonna be in the fight for sure. But if I'm in the NBA and I'm getting millions of dollars and they screaming and cussing at me and they t- and, and my boss he say, don't worry about that, man. Just play the game. Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to not worry about it. Just play the game. Because guess what? I'm going home, too. I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> I'm going to my mansion. And them little dirty, broke people that screaming at me at the court. They going to their little raggedy house. I'm going home to my mansion. I'm rich. <laughs> so I could have, if I was an NBA player, I guess I could ignore it too. Maybe it's not a talent. Maybe it's just the money. But uh, it's still, whether it be the money or whatever, it's still amazing that they can compose themselves so well. Because I know I couldn't do it. Ask the Marcus Cousins. He can't do it. He don't got it. He He's one of us. I think that's why people like him so much. Because he don't know how to control himself either. Every time people see the Marcus Cousins go crazy, they be like, man, damn, I would have did the same thing. <laughs> All them little crazy squinchy faces he be making, I would be looking the same way. Because you know the camera pointed at you. And you already know what they think about your ass. So, hey, let me make a little squeeze-tight potato face. <laughs> That's what he looked like. He looked like an Idaho potato. But uh, he make a potato face, a little scrunchy face, trying to look mean and stuff. But I'd be looking the same way, man. Referee keep... Um, Calling technicals on me and stuff and files. I got uh, rub, up, rub up against a sweaty person. Oh, hell no. Yeah. I'd be angry too. Like, oh, man. I just slide. I just slid my hand on a sweaty arm. Oh. And a dude just backed up and took me. Oh, Jesus, help us. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'd be looking just as angry as he was. I don't give a damn on how much I'm getting paid. I don't think I can control those emotions. I'll be like, man, I can't 
work till I get off this damn basketball court. I'm all sweaty and nasty out here with these stinky ass dudes. I know I gotta play this game, but damn it, I gotta get up out of here. Just pay me so I can go home. But alright, man. Give the NBA players some credit because uh, they do keep themselves composed the majority of the time. And that takes a lot of willpower and skill and professionalism for them to do so. Give them credit, man. 